0: If you're 18 years of age, uh, or after 18 years of age, you have a job, you should make a will. Right? There is this concept, again, in India that, oh, you know, the will, I am not rich, only the rich need to make a will, Uh, only people who have something need to make a will, only old people need to make a will. That's totally not true, right? You don't need to be rich or old to make a will.
1: Correct, correct.
0: The moment you are past 18 years of age, you have you are earning something, uh, you have your own assets, make a will. If you get married, certainly make a will. When you have children, all the more reason to make a will. Hi, we are The Confident Communicator and
1: I am Seema Mehta along with my partner, Deepma Jadeja. Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. Together, let's get on a journey of discovering kindness, success, and happiness, courageously, fearlessly, and by holding ourselves to a standard of grace, not perfection. It is our mission at The Confident Communicator to empower kids and adults discover their own uniqueness through our coaching, training, and soft skills program. We welcome you to a new chapter of Imperfect Parenting. A series dedicated to discovering our own uniqueness without judgment by chiseling away all superfluous materials within ourselves. Hi everyone, this is Seema Mehta from The Confident Communicator along with Deepma Jareja, my partner. Uh, We're here to talk about a very solemn topic, but I think our goal is to actually convert that into a a more intelligent topic. In India, we we worry a lot about uh, one thing, which is creating a will. It's a conversation that we don't like to have. But let's take a step back. As parents, what is our our most important task? We want to give our children uh, safety, security, a lot of love, a lot of unconditional support, but that also includes financial planning. And uh, our guest today is an, an is an amazing friend, uh, Kaushal Dalal. Uh, did I say Kaushal Dalal? Sorry. Yeah, Kaushal Dalal, who's a chartered accountant and a certified financial planner by qualification. He has worked in amazing companies like uh, Arthur Anderson, Star TV and Times of India. Even though he's not a lawyer by profession, he is very passionate about the idea of creating a will. And he has created his own company, where, which is called IndianWillMaker.com, am I right? Uh, where users can make a will online in complete privacy. And I have a very, very important question for you, Kaushal. Thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, one question I want to ask you is, in the West, a will is looked at as part of a financial plan. While in India, we look at creating a will, the Indian parents look at creating a will as something not very auspicious. We don't want to talk about it. We are very reticent about it. So what is your view on why this is so and why is creating a will important?
0: So uh, you're right, Seema, that uh, in India, uh, anything that has to do with talking about death, uh, superstition plays a huge role. So, you know, people think that if they talk about death, it will actually happen. Yes, You know, pretty well forgetting that is going to happen to everyone at some point in time. Uh, and therefore, uh, planning for it is important. Uh, sometime back, uh, you know, life insurance had the same issue uh, that, you know, you, it's similar that, you know, it's yeah. talking about death. Uh, and it's uh, basically about end of life planning. Right. Uh, over a period of time, life insurance has become uh, less of a stigma. People talk about it, people invest in it. Uh, but uh, a very important part is, uh, you know, uh, a will. Now, what happens in the case of a life insurance is that you're depending upon somebody else uh, to give you money uh, upon the passing away of somebody. Right. Uh, whereas in a will, you're really talking about how your own assets are uh, getting passed on to somebody.
1: Correct. Uh,
0: so I think a uh, will is an equally important part, uh, uh, you know, of a succession plan. Uh, And you are right in saying that it actually is pretty much a part of a financial plan. So, you know, if you don't have a will, your financial plan is incomplete, your investments are incomplete, uh, because I would imagine that one of the key things that people invest and save for uh, is the future, uh, not just their own, uh, but also of their loved ones. Absolutely. And if you're not able to give that money to your loved ones, Yes. Uh, in a smooth manner, uh, you know, then there is something missing from your financial plan.
2: Absolutely. I completely agree, Kaushal. Uh, before we go deeper into the concept of a will, can I ask you a question? Because that's something that's on, uh, you know, on the top of the mind of almost everyone that uh, uh, that I've spoken to. And that is that, doesn't if I if something happens to me, doesn't everything automatically pass on to my next of kin? So why do I have to, you know, I understand the financial planning and all, but I just want everything to go to my spouse, the, you know, whoever and my children. So is there is there something deeper in it than uh, that?
0: Well, if that is what you wanted, uh, why not say it uh, pretty much (laughs) in a will, right? So that's the first thing. Uh, Second thing is that people are actually, that
2: is not an automatic assumption. It
0: it may not be. So depending upon who is in your family, uh, it may not be and it may not automatically go to your loved ones. Uh, So for example, uh, you know, married women, uh, if the husband passes away uh, and if the mother-in-law is still alive, then the mother-in-law also gets a share. And so some of the property could go to the mother-in-law and then depending upon the mother-in-law's will, that property will be shared uh, later on. So uh, yeah, it is I not see. automatic that things will definitely go only to yourself and to your kids if something happen, were to happen to your husband. Same way, the other way around as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends Absolutely. upon who is in the family uh, that things would go to.
2: That's very, that's very, very interesting because it's not just about the mother-in-law, right? It's about the fact that once it goes to the mother-in-law, then again, all of her children get uh, uh, equal access to it. So that is something that we have to think through. um, And that's the reason why we make a will. Now, does a will, can a will just be a simple note saying, I want my husband, I want my wife to get everything?
0: Uh, Well, uh, you know, the will is actually the least legal of uh, all legal documents. Uh, So, you know, the court gives uh, quite a large amount of leeway in interpretation uh, of a will. Uh, But there are certain things uh, which are required uh, when you make a will. So one is that you have to be over 18 years of age. Uh, Secondly, uh, is that uh, you have to be of sound mind. Right, and I would imagine anybody watching this program would be of sound mind.
1: Of sound mind, yes. (laughs) One (laughs) must
0: hope. We hope so. Uh, And the the last one is, uh, of course, you need to have two witnesses uh, who are signing the will. So then that would make it a legally valid will. Valid document, yeah. But uh, apart from that, you know, you heard that a will actually need not be on that green paper, you know, that uh, long paper. It need not be notarized. It, in fact, does not even need to be registered.
1: Right. Okay. No, but I want to I want to take a step back. I know we, we are going to talk a little bit detail about what is the will, what is the legal document of it, what is the process, who is involved, is it legal, not legal? We'll get into all those details. But I want to take a little bit of a step back because I think this is an important conversation to have. Why is it that Indian parents are so reticent about talking about the will? And, and I know you touched upon a few points where, uh let's talk about it as parents right what do we want to do for our kids we want to make sure that they are financially secure if and things happen right tragedies happen in life somebody be may fall sick suddenly a child's education can get interrupted uh, their financial security may be in question uh, there are so many issues that go on with uh, creating a will I think there is a, there's a bit of a reticence about, oh, it is inauspicious or let's not talk about it because we don't want to talk about death. We don't talk about death in our religion or in our families. Those kind of things are there. But if we change the perspective from calling a will as something we are talking about death, why not talk about it as something that is included in the financial plan? So now, uh, last week or a week before that, we had a guest who was a financial planner and she talked to us about the importance of money. And she always said, she said something very important, which is money does not define you and money should not define you. And I think, can we say safely then that will doesn't mean that you are talking about death? Another guest of ours who was uh, was a CEO of a suicide prevention uh, company said, people don't want to talk about suicide as if if I talk about it, it will happen. And you said exactly the same thing. When we talk about a will, it almost sounds like we are talking about death. Uh, why? how do we then separate these two things and look at it purely from a financial planning perspective? And can you tell us why it is important to have a will? Uh, take out the emotion, na? Let's yeah. take out the emotion out of it. And let's talk about why it is important for our children, for our spouse and for our
0: family. Okay, so actually in some sense, uh, emotion does play a role and I'll come to uh, that later on. Uh, but in India, in general, apart from the fact that you know, it is inauspicious to talk about death. Uh, there are several reasons why people actually don't prepare a will. And, you know, take your pick. Uh, the first is that, you know, a lot of people that I've spoken to, you know, generally say, oh, I don't have anything to give away. Ha ha ha. Oh, yeah. You know, that's not necessarily true. You can have something which is of emotional value to you. Yes. Uh, some people say that, uh, you know, I'm still too young. I have time. Now, unless you're Bhishma,
1: <laughs> you yes. know
0: you really don't know and shit happens in no, life right open the open the, open the, open the open one certainty about life is its ability to surprise
1: yes yes uh,
0: so things happen uh, a lot of people have this thing that oh you know in my investments uh, I already have uh, put in a nomination yes. uh, and because uh, I have nominated people I really don't need a will correct Uh, Now, that actually is incorrect because a nominee, uh, apart from a life insurance policy, a nominee in every other case uh, in general uh, is somebody who is a trustee. He's not a legal heir. Uh. So anybody who is a nominee means that that person is holding in trust for the actual legal heir.
1: So, for example, when somebody holds some assets like a, like a equity shares, right? And you have a nominee, just because the person, the original holder is has passed away, doesn't mean that it goes to the nominee. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah. So, let me take the example of what I said before. So, if a husband passes away and the husband has put uh, as a nominee his wife. Yes. Right? Now, if the husband passes away, the... You know, companies and all that automatically pass things and transfer things to the nominee. In this case, yes. actually transmit uh, things to the nominee. However, if the mother-in-law still alive, she can pretty much go to court and say that, listen, I have uh, you know under the Indian Succession Act, I have a right to some of this property, and then the court will rule in our favor that you know the nominee is only a trustee. Yes. It is not that you know even once things get transmitted in that sense to that person. Yeah, that that person becomes the absolute owner. So you know, there you always have this sword uh, sort of hanging over your head in right. that sense. Right. Uh, so in nomination case. is not enough. So you know, a lot of people are under that misconception Right, nomination has we will. Kya kya uh, so that's not uh, quite so correct. So that is one
2: so misconception gone? we need to clear out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And one just a follow up to that, then Kaushal, you just brought to my mind. What if the like if the husband passes away or the wife passes away? The nomination is the spouse. So it goes to the spouse, but what if there are adult children? Do the, can the adult children then say, no, this belongs to me?
0: Yes, of course.
2: Oh my gosh. Because it passes
0: in a know. proportion to under the Indian yeah. Succession Act, it passes in proportion to a bunch of people, right? right. right. So that's why, uh, you know, nomination uh, uh, simply uh, is not enough. Uh,
2: Very right. true.
0: You know, people have all manner of things and they say that, oh, I'm so busy creating wealth, you know, I really don't have the time to pass it on. Correct, correct. And uh, and the biggest thing, uh, and this is where the emotion uh, sort of uh, comes in,
1: Yeah.
0: is that I can't decide who to give the property to. Correct, correct. Right, so if you have a wife, if you have parents, uh, if you have children, now if, uh, you know, amongst the children also now, there can be uh, confusion. So there is a little bit of confusion that then prevails. So the confusion could be that, Okay, so if you have all sons, no problem, you can, you know, equitably just distribute, divided you equal, have all daughters, yeah. no problem, equitably, divided
1: equally, now, yeah. when there
0: are sons, and then there are daughters, that's when now you have to, you know, people are forced to use their mind, oh, what if the daughter gets married into a rich family, what if she gets married into a poor family, should I, give, family her yeah. should I give her share, not give you know, so all those complications come up, right. and then people just defer the decision.
1: Correct. Correct. Yes. Because it may not be an easy
0: answer. They may not have an easy answer. So we do at some point in time during this uh, program, I would like to uh, sort of help people with, uh, you know, sort of deciding. uh, But, you know, these are all the excuses why people actually don't end up uh, making the bill. And the financial plan is absolutely incomplete without it.
1: And traditionally, I mean, in India, we have always uh, az- assumed that uh, when, when a parent passes away, their property goes to the son. It doesn't necessarily go to the daughter. Uh, but I know that there is a law against that now. Or there's a law that now supports the daughters where they say that daughters and sons both have an equal right mm-hmm. to the assets of the parent or the father. So I think that is another reason why a will is then beca- becomes very critical because then it has to be the will of the parent, who yeah. uh, should right be right. able to decide. It doesn't matter whether the daughter is married to a rich person or a poor person; it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's about being fair because let's face it, our family dynamics are also changing. We are not yeah. no longer in joint families; we are in nuclear families now. So it's not like the son is all the time living with the father, and therefore automatically that house goes to him. There is no such thing. I think a parent can now decide equally to divide between all their yes. children and that can... Yeah, be- but
0: Seema, you sort of put the nail on the head, right? So it requires evolved thinking on the part of parents Yes. Uh, that, you know, a daughter is equally a part of the family now yes. or in future. Yes. In fact, I, I, I noticed that daughter is more a part of the family than a son in future.
1: <laughs> that is very true. But there is one thing I remember you mentioned to me, uh, Kaushal, is that you speak to a lot of women about this concept of will. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but why do you think that women play an important role in a household when the conversation about or initiating a will comes about? Why do you think they are important?
0: I think, you know, in my experience, uh, in a lot of cases, even though they may not be uh, closely involved, uh, they are the trigger points for somebody making a will. Okay. Uh, if the women understands what issues there are, yeah, uh, and, you know, the kind of issues, that, so they might not actually be, you know, involved in the financial aspect and all that. So sometimes when the husband is making most of the investments and he's taking the financial decisions, yeah. uh, there is a bit of a scare as to what will happen uh, if uh, something were to happen to the husband. Correct. Right. Uh, and those women who are actually involved in uh, working uh, and all of that, they are generally then, you know, even more financially aware.
1: Right. Right.
0: So, uh, for one reason or the other, I have noticed that if you talk to women, yeah, they are more likely to make sure that you know the family is uh, making a will.
1: Absolutely. And as a as a woman, mostly as a mother, uh, women are most concerned, and they take up the role of a, of a nurturer, right? And one of the reasons why it is important to create a will for children is that if anything happens to any of the parents you do not want to stop their progress in life. So because parents are responsible for their education, for their upbringing, for their security, safety, all of those things. True. So if you have things clearly uh, you know, lined up for the children and if they are minors, if the parents pass away when they are minors, that can create a huge problem for those children because it depends on who's taking care of them after that. So nominating a person to take care of their children and having a clear will really makes things a little bit simpler, don't you think?
0: Yeah, Sima. So, and that's another important point that you brought up that, uh, you know, if you uh, pass away without making a will, and uh, there is, uh, so, you know, you and your wife who generally tend to travel together. Yeah. uh, If they pass away, uh, then the question is that who will physically take care of the children? Yes. Uh, It would generally go to, uh, they would generally go to a close family member uh, Mm. as per law. Uh, And that is not what you might want. Uh, I know in certain cases uh, where the parents would prefer that the physical upkeep of the children goes to somebody else. And they have specified that in their will. Right. And now these people may not be uh, financially aware. So, you know, they have a guardian who is going to take care of the children while they are minor. Right. uh, And then they have a guardian for some of their financial assets who is a separate person. And who's financially aware of how to make sure that the investments uh, are made properly and don't suffer. Right. Absolutely. So it's important uh, that, you know, you think through some of these things uh, and uh, you sort of pen them down.
1: Yes. Yes. So there is obviously the emotional side of it, right? We are like, it's it's a very scary subject. I don't, don't really want to talk about it. And it sounds like a legal mumbo jumbo. If somebody has to start thinking about creating a will what is a good starting point is there a person they need to go to is there a website like you have created your own website for this can you can you kind of guide the parents on how they can start the process of creating a will and at what stage should they begin when at what time at what stage should they do it after the children are born should they do it when the children are reaching 18 years of age can you give us some idea of how to get started
0: well if you're 18 years of age uh or after 18 years of age, you have a job, you should make a will, right? There is this concept again in India that, oh, you know, the will, I am not rich, only the rich need to make a will, Uh, only people who have something need to make a will, only old people need to make a will. That's totally not true, right? You don't need to be rich or old to make a will.
1: Correct, correct.
0: The moment you are past 18 years of age, you are earning something, uh, you have your own assets, make a will. If you get married, certainly make a will. When you have children, all the more reason to make a will.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so See, there is... Uh, literally, after 18, you should once you start working, you should start making a will. Okay, that's very interesting. We didn't know that. Yeah. And how do they get started? What is the first step? Like, what do they do?
0: So the first step is, of course, some uh, internal thinking in terms of how would you like your property to be distributed. Because uh, you know, a will actually, if you go to see, uh, is a very simple document. It is, in, in, it is basically about who do you want to give your property to. Correct. Right. And uh, because you're and not going to be around to make sure about i'm sorry when you,
1: talk, when you talk about property can you elaborate is it just a, your apartment your land your like what do we no no when i say do? property
0: i mean all assets everything. whether they are movable right. immovable all assets whether they are uh, you know money, shares, whether they have movies, uh, value in and money whether they have value in emotion whatever everything.
1: it is everything yes yes okay got yeah.
0: it so uh, it, it's all of that right so basically it is about who do you want to leave your assets to and because you're not going to be around to, uh, you know, make sure that uh, those assets are going to those people. Yeah, you need to appoint somebody who's going to oversee that distribution. That person okay. is typically called an executor. Executed. Right. And because you are penning this thing down, you need to make sure that there are two witnesses who say that yes, what he has written and this was he done in it. my presence. yeah. In simple terms, that is the will. Right. Wow. So the starting point is that, okay, I have certain assets. There are some things which are of emotional value to me. And, you know, I think this person will sell it off. You know, this person may not. So it's basically a bunch of uh, those kind of things. So you have to think to yourself as to who you want to give your property to.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, if you are not sure what happens, like you have, you know, multiple children and you are now confused about who to give the property to. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, speak to uh, uh, some lawyer uh our website indianwillmaker.com also actually yes. uh, guides you once you fill in who are the members of your family. Right. It gives you a very broad guidance in terms of uh, how you should distribute your property. Of yeah. Course, you need to review your relationship with those people. Right. Uh, but broadly, and it is fairly right. simple. I mean, if you have a spouse, uh, you know, there's an order in which things pass. Correct.
1: Pass. So yes. from the, from one spouse to another followed by so, the children. yeah
0: so the priority is that uh if you have a spouse let's say you even have parents yes and you even have children now you got everybody in the family everybody right this is there. where confusion yeah. sets in correct so the priority really should be that uh if you've got a spouse you love her i'm assuming give everything <laughs> to the spouse right because the spouse yeah. is going to take care of your children
1: yes yeah. so yeah.
0: give everything to the spouse if yes. some and you know and here's the important part of making a will uh, is that the will must outlast you yes that's the whole point of the will that
1: is the whole point absolutely right
0: so therefore you must have alternates yes right. that all of my assets first instance go to my wife right and because i love my wife and because we travel together it is possible that something were to happen to both of us in that event things would go to my children okay right and you can and always in such, and such order yeah so spouse first uh then if spouse is also not alive at the time of my passing away then the children yes uh and then you know and you can always provide for certain amounts to take care of your parents
1: absolutely
2: yes absolutely. correct correct, correct. Yeah. right
0: you know i think it's a bit warped to... if you have a wife to pass everything to your parents
2: correct correct absolutely yeah. no this is so This is so valid because we had a similar situation in our family and we had someone exactly like you, Kaushal, who came to us and helped us out with the situation where the the father, the the patriarch of the family was creating a will and because he felt that the wife may not be financially uh, capable, was going to leave everything to the sons Uh, and The person who came in to us as a a helper and a witness and to help us make the will said no. Because there are so many instances we see then of the sons or the children taking away all of the assets and then the mother gets completely left out because the, the, the spouse didn't think about her, right? Thinking and assuming, making that assumption that the children are going to remain just as loving throughout life. And mm-hmm. that may not happen. So it you have to make sure that everyone that you want to take care of, you better do it very clearly right now. Uh, yeah. And not, you know, and not... So, and I think, I think as, is, as parents, I think it's very
1: important for us to have this conversation. I mean, uh, we don't yeah. have to involve our children in the conversation early on because they may get traumatized as a result of that conversation. But I think as partners and as husband-wife, I think it's important See. to start Thinking, apart from the financial planning, which you are anyway going to do, right? Whether it is buying property or buying jewelry or buying shares or whatever it is, this has to be part of your financial planning thing. That's it. This is, that's what it is. There's nothing else in it. We don't talk about trauma. We don't talk about death. We don't talk about inauspicious, none of those things. We are
2: only simply making it as part of the financial plan, right? right. So and I think and the second also- reason why we don't do it is the inertia.
0: People feel long that uh, they have time on their hands, and the yeah. first assumption that you must make That's is true. that you never know what happens Band, when. when and better and to real. just get this out of the way, correct? Uh, and Deepma, you also raised another point, uh, which I'd like to uh, sort of uh, elaborate on, uh, on, a, on a little bit, yeah, uh, is that. You know, and it is actually a part of financial planning, because the whole idea of a financial plan uh, is to make life simple right, for us. That's the whole idea why we save, we want to make life simple, we want to enjoy life and all of that. Yeah. And if you don't make a will, life is not going to be simple. I mean, you know, your wife, your children are actually going to run around trying to get Mm -hmm. things organized, Uh, you know, the court will appoint somebody to oversee the distribution of your property in case there's some issue. So all these uh, uh, issues will come up and you know, you're know you going to take time away from them, uh, from their busy life or whatever that they are doing to run around trying to get uh, this. Yeah, thing and the paperwork mounts up,
1: know? right? The paperwork just mounts up. It's like if you don't have a clear uh, indication of where the assets are divided, that, that's going to be a mess. You're going to be in a legal mess right now. Yeah, and
0: then do you think you're going to be fondly remembered by these people? <laughs> Obviously not, right? I mean, yeah. they're going to say, aisa kaisa karke gaya?" Yeah.
1: No absolutely.
0: problem,
2: yeah.
1: absolutely so it's I think you're
2: right I just want to go a little one second Sima. I just wanted to go a little further in that example where I talked about you know uh, so you should leave everything to the surviving spouse right and then goes to the children as the financial planner told us but now how does if the if the lady or the the surviving spouse is not capable of financial decision making then how do we also help mostly in India home her to deal with uh with the inheritance that comes because otherwise we leave it to our sons we leave it to our children and we have no idea what's going on so how do we can we appoint like in a will can we appoint someone who will be her advisor or something like an
1: executor or something
0: no so the executor actually is only a person who makes sure that uh, the assets get distributed according according to
1: the will, to the will. yeah
0: uh but. It's a bit odd to appoint a financial advisor uh, in a will because remember that, as I said earlier, the will must outlive you. So what happens is that if the financial advisor is also no longer uh, you know yeah. around at the time, when... and yeah. so yeah. but you know this uh, famous saying is that na sab kuch deti hai. that applies. So you know once the money comes to the wife yeah. uh, she is not aware in terms of where to put the money on that she will get somebody who she trusts as the financial advisor right right who she is comfortable with rather than who the husband is comfortable with yeah right. so and this is all i'm assuming that the husband is passing away but yeah. Uh, but yeah so you know you let the person who's getting the money uh, decide upon uh, who and uh, how to seek the advice for that
1: Absolutely. And I, and I think that we are still in a, in a scenario in, in India and I think everywhere in the world where women are not taking active participation in the financial planning of a family, although they do have opinions about it, they may not get into the nitty gritty of it. And I know that your website, the Indian Willmaker, is actually making it very simple right you can you talk a little bit about why you got into this and i, I know you are not a lawyer by profession but you are a financial planner you are a chartered accountant and you passionately you do a lot of talks uh, convincing people that they should create a will which i think everybody should i mean I, I think we should stop worrying about the whole death part of it but really think about our children and make it easy for them so tell us how you got into creating this website and why is it why is it that you feel so passionate about it
0: so this happened uh, almost uh, or, or 10 or 12 years back uh, when i wanted to make a will uh, and uh, you know the first instinct is to go online to get help yes uh, in those days there was precious little available uh, on the on the web uh, about making a will and most of that what was available uh, was uh, largely made by lawyers which made it extremely difficult to un- you know for a common or a lay person to understand uh, what right. is a will and how one should go about doing it and all of that right. so i reached out to a lawyer friend of mine who was a partner in a you know pretty big law firm and uh, i told him uh, will banana why don't you help me oh. so he tells me you know and i'm known as kd so he tells me kd uh, you know you've done enough legal uh, agreements so you've done enough uh, business development and mergers and all of that so you are well versed with legal why don't you make your will and then I will review it in true legal partner style, right? <laughs> okay. You do the work, I will review it. So I said, <laughs> okay, chalo. So I made the will and I uh, sort of sent it off to him. Uh, after two days, he gives me a call and said that, KD, I'll tell you what, to mera will bana. <laughs> because this is so well thought through and uh, you know uh I haven't, the whole because, I haven't thought of a bunch of these things
1: which is so ironic right because we would we started the whole episode by saying it, it has to be part of the financial planning nothing else and and right. here you are a financial planner yourself obviously you would be the best person to create a will and, mm-hmm. and it just came out right
0: that's yeah. amazing. And so I thought that, you know, there isn't anything available online. Uh, you know, I seem to have done a decent job with it. Yeah. So then I got involved. I read up a lot about the Indian Succession Act, the Hindu Marriage Act, a bunch of other things. Uh, and then I uh, put this uh, website together. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a manner that anybody who's a lay person can come in, uh, look at it and very easily understand and very simplistically understand with no legal language as to what it is and how to go about doing it.
1: Correct. And you mentioned earlier that it is not, you don't have to make it on a stamp paper or anything like that. You can just create it on the website, print it out and have two witnesses sign it. It's as simple as that, right?
0: Yeah, you can pretty much. I mean, if you don't want to go to a website, if you are very clear in your mind what you want to do, it handwrite it, get it signed by two witnesses. It's good enough. That's also good
1: enough. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't have to be that very scary-looking legal document. It just it can. Yeah. Just...
0: Although there are certain uh, couple of things that you need to take care of, uh, uh, you know, legal things, which is what the website actually does. So it it uh, prevents you from making certain uh, uh, you know legal and logical errors. Okay.
2: Can what you give of, us some examples? What yeah. kind of errors so, are yeah. So,
0: for example, I mean, it is uh, very simple. So, when you make a will, uh, you must uh, specify which assets go to which person. Mm-hmm. You must have an executor to oversee the distribution uh, of those assets. Uh, and you must have two witnesses. Mm-hmm. Now, the only legal thing is that uh, typically the people who you're leaving your property to should not be the witness to your will.
1: Yes, absolutely. In some
0: religions, it is also better if the executor is not a witness. So it is better to not have the beneficiary of the will. That is people who you are leaving the money to or the executor to be witnesses. So witnesses must be two separate people. They need not even read your will. They have to just make sure that you are signing in their presence. Right,
1: right, right, right. So uh, tell me something, when you, uh, I know you go for a lot of talks and you talk to a lot of people about creating wills and stuff like that, or also even in your, uh, you know, when you're doing financial planning, uh, what kind of questions do you get uh, from parents and from spouses and what are the common questions that they ask you when, when creating a will?
0: Uh, well, there are all kinds, of, uh, you know, uh, most of the times, uh, it's a lot more uh, technical uh, questions that, oh, I have done the nomination, do I need to right. make a will? bill, right. uh, you know, and uh, largely, uh, there are some questions, uh, people don't actually open up about uh, the emotional aspect, right, that I have so many children and I have this and that. Right. But, uh, you know, you can sense from some of the questions that that's where a large amount of confusion is.
1: Right, right. So, right. if
0: you can clear that, the other thing is very simple. I mean, there's nothing to it.
1: Correct, absolutely. And and I think uh, one of the things that we had discussed before we did this whole program is, is do we talk to our children about the will? Because it can be a very traumatic uh, conversation for a child. Uh, they may not, they always will associate, a will means that parents are dying or whatever. And that can be extremely traumatic for a child. So uh, I know there is no particular age for it, but I think that initially when a will is made, it should be discussed only between the spouses and maybe with the, obviously the witnesses and the executor. And we should try to keep the children out of it. Is that something you would agree with or what is your view on that?
0: Uh, So there are a couple of things. So let me just take a step back first. Okay. uh, Then I will come to this. Uh, Typically... Just making a will uh, is not enough. It's a very important legal uh, aspect that you must have a will. Yeah. Uh, And also what happens is that in a will, uh, you can specify some assets, right? That, okay, I have this uh, property as in uh, this house, this apartment, this bungalow, whatever it is. Yeah. And you can specify that. Mm. People typically don't tend to specify the movable assets this month. So, and equity shares, mutual funds, those kind right. of things. So, those kind of things you should not define that I have shares of these 10 companies. So, typically people don't mention the list of equity shares or mutual funds. So, they say that this property, uh, this uh, apartment number 5 will go to this person. Yeah. All my shares will go to this person. All my mutual funds will go to this person. Or right. it can go in the ratio of 50-50. My suggestion is, and you know, we'll come to some of the practical aspects also, uh, you yeah. know, how to uh, sort of do things simply. Yeah. So that is uh, what the will is, right? Now, safe deposit locker. Hai. Hmm. People are not aware there is a safety deposit locker somewhere. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: People are not aware what this person's pan is. People are not aware. K- I have this apartment. Where is that legal documentation kept? Right. Right. Okay. People may not be aware that sometimes the employer has taken out a life insurance policy and the employee, you know, and one should uh, now claim that, that there is a medical insurance policy that you might want to claim the medic claim, you know, because some expenses may have been incurred prior to the person passing away.
2: Okay. So
0: it is very important to... Uh, to List let people know where these assets are lying. Ah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Where is the locker? Where where, where is your insurance policy? Yeah, if yeah. you have one, all of these other things should be listed out.
0: Correct. Because okay. even for the executor who is going to oversee the distribution of the property, yeah. must firstly know where the will is.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: Correct. Behle yeah. To will
1: yeah, people put it in a locked, uh, maybe in a locker yeah, or so you you have
0: to, whoever you are appointing as the executor, who should be somebody who is close to you, who is a trusted person. Right. You should let them know that okay, this will can be found over here.
1: Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah.
0: And then what we do at least on IndianWillMaker.com is that we've got a checklist of uh, important information. Ah. So you so just. We- You may hand fill it or something like that because, you know, a lot of things now have moved online with passwords and all of that. And, you know, the passwords also keep changing. Yeah. So you might not put the passwords, but you must say that, okay, I have these five DMAT accounts. You know, if you have DMAT accounts in five different places, then you have to tell them that I've got these. It's over your accounts. Nowadays, you know, you get a cash statement. So things are relatively simpler. Right. But still let people know where these assets can be found. If I have two, three lockers, put it down somewhere.
2: Right. Hopefully it won't
0: come in the hands of the tax office, but but it's important to let people know. And that is now when we come to, uh, you know, alerting uh, your children.
1: Correct.
0: uh, Is that I don't think, uh, people should discuss with their kids about how the property is uh, going or getting distributed or anything like that. Uh, and Seema, you know, I've told you this before that I myself, uh, you know, my parents, when I was young, my parents, actually, I was a very late kid. So my parents were really and I was really in fear of them passing away when I'm too young. Yes. right? Uh, and, you know, uh, so that always had a fear over me on a lot of things that we did. So I can very readily imagine the trauma that uh, kids could possibly go through if you discuss, uh, you know, your passing yes. away with them too early on. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, at the same time, uh, you know, you should uh, sort of let them know uh, that should anything uh, largely happen. Right. Then, uh, you know, this is the person to uh, sort go of to. speak to.
1: Yeah, correct. Right. And, and that must be the executor.
0: And, again,
1: and yeah. Yeah. And again, going back to the original point, which we are re- saying again and again, reiterating, uh, which is that if you talk about the will as a part of the financial plan, then there is no, we're not talking about that. We are not talking about anything emotional. We are just saying that, you know what, all of this stuff that we have built for ourselves, We have maybe we have two apartments or one apartment or whatever, is, is something that we are doing for our children or for our spouse or whoever we are leaving it to. All and right. that person should be aware that it's just part of our financial plan because security can come through love and it can come through money. Both things can bring you security.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, Sima. And that is the way to have that conversation to say that, listen, I wanted you to be aware that, you know, this, uh, we have That's this year, awareness. we have that year, we are investing in shares, we are doing this. And hey, by the way, you know, should something happen, then just be aware that this is where things are. There's a person to contact just oh, as yeah. a part of the conversation and as a part of financial planning of getting them involved as part of the financial decision making. You can discuss this with them.
2: Absolutely. I think these conversations, this is something that we have done, we struggled with also, and we've kind of tried to do also, is that you know, maybe before, by the time they're 10 years old, you have a certain very basic level of conversation with them. When they're about 13 or 14, you have, you know, a slightly elevated level of the conversation. By the time they're 17, 18, they're ready to hear the nitty gritty. And the fear is also gone because, you know, they now know that, you know, just because they're saying that we have a will doesn't mean they're going to pop off tomorrow, you know? So Mm. then they're more, they're they're more readily uh, open to hearing the real stuff. Then when then I you know I have a twenty year old and a twenty three year old so at this point we're very very open and we're extremely uh, um transparent right with everything right. Uh, uh, and who they have to call and what they have to do if anything happens so but the other thing that you said when you said who they have to call is I think it's very important when we we uh, had this conversation when our kids were 10 well, about you know eight and 11 I think is when we told them that we tried to keep the executor someone they knew so that I was gonna ask who, uh, sorry I, I missed
0: that the executor is someone who
2: as we someone we knew. knew and that they were comfortable with calling. So we said, you know, Kaka is the uh, administrator, right. Uh, right. executor of the, this thing. All you have to do is just call him and he will figure. Uh, is the executor service. supposed to be a lawyer or can that be anybody?
1: Who can be an executor?
0: Actually, it can be anybody. And the executor, if he feels, uh, you know, that help is required, that person can get in a lawyer at that time.
1: Right, but it doesn't have to be a lawyer. It can it can be anybody in your family, anybody you know uh, that
2: you trust and then that person can hire a lawyer if they want.
0: That's right.
2: Especially if the kids are younger, right? It has to be someone who they feel comfortable calling.
0: Right. Right.
2: Right. right. Very, wow. very interesting, yeah. Yeah. Now let's maybe go into the practicalities that you were talking about of the, you know, let, let our viewers know the, you know, one, two, three, what are the first things they need to do? The second things, the third things. So that, you know what? They go to Indianwillmaker.com and they go ahead the and- steps, Yeah, the steps to go out the- do it in, this weekend. We are asking all of you viewers- to just go to Indian maker in and do it this weekend. In fact, in the India. Indian maker has
1: given us a very generous offer, which we will talk about and we'll put it in our uh, Facebook post. They're actually giving us a wonderful offer. Thank you so much, Kaushal, for that. I will uh, share the details at the end of this conversation. But yeah, you uh, sort of mentioned some of the steps, which is one, you have to be 18 plus. So can you kind of just go over the Top the Sorry, so I will
0: just sort of summarize uh, yes. in some sense. Uh, there are largely three things uh, that relate to a will. Uh, one is the, the legal aspect. Yeah. Uh, the second is the practical aspect. Yeah. And the third is really the emotional aspect yeah. of right. leading the way, right? So the legal aspect, as I said, it's the least legal of all legal documents. Uh, pretty much it is about who do you want to leave your uh, assets to? Appoint somebody who is going to oversee the distribution of those assets, who is the executor. Yes. Make sure that it is uh, signed by two witnesses, which is uh, by law. Yes. The witnesses cannot be somebody who you have left your property to or whoever is an executor.
1: Absolutely. Right?
0: So this much sort of pretty much covers the uh, the legal aspect. aspect. Uh, And as I said, making a will theoretically is Uh, you know, really simple.
1: Right.
0: And in practice also, the key thing is that keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yes. Right. Don't complicate it. Yeah. Don't complicate it. Uh, So, uh, you know, basically uh, try and give a property to a person. Right. If you want to give it to more than one person, then make sure that you specify what percentage you want to uh, distribute that property to. Right. Describe some properties like real estate. Don't describe other properties uh, like, uh, you know, equity shares, mutual funds, uh, those kind of things. Right, right. Right. Uh, And uh, basically the will should outlive you. So always have alternates. So for example, if I'm not there, things go to my spouse. If me and my spouse are not there, Things go to my children, and because families tend to travel together, if I am not there, my spouse is not there, my children are also not there. Right. Then who should it go? To, right? right. So then in that case, uh, the and you know we come to how the priority gets uh, uh, listed. Right. Right. But then also select executors, guardians, witnesses who are younger than you.
1: Right. Yes. Right
0: right? Uh, so, they must outlive the will as well. Yeah,
1: correct. And right. and I think, you know, I remember um, when I spoke to my parents about uh, that they should create a will. The first line of conversation, of course, which is a typical line of, God, you're waiting for me to die? This is, <laughs> you're, you're looking at my property? And, and, and I said one very simple thing to my parents. And they were quite shocked, but they appreciated my honesty and they sort of actually then went out and made the will. Is that when it's okay? We are not, everybody's going to die. But you have to understand that the people you leave the property to or don't leave the property to, they are the ones who are going to be running around trying to figure out how this whole thing that you worked your entire life for, where you put in your hard work, you put in your savings, you put in your investments, and you did not tell anybody where it is going to go to, is going to end up in the court. And that is not fair on you. For doing all that hard work and then just not leaving it to anybody and it is not fair on the person who's receiving it so let's be very clear about it let's not look at this emotionally let's look at it as a financial plan and when that conversation came up it's a hard conversation sometimes do get emotional so we should expect that but at the same time let's think about our children and what will happen to them if we don't clearly assign a very clear plan of distribution of our assets it's very right. simple. And your company has absolutely make it, made it so easy for people to just log in. Uh, you know, you're know, you offering us a discount code also. And all of that, this weekend, like Deepma said, sit down and make your will because it's the right thing to do for your children.
0: Yeah. And even if otherwise, what happens is that uh, you know some of the other competitors, you have to make the payment upfront and then you get to make the will. Here, what happens is that you can go through all of the steps. So get your thinking in shape Log ahead. on, get your it, thinking, it in go through you, right? all of the steps and you yeah. only make the payment right at the end when you think that, okay, everything is covered.
1: Yes. In and fact,
0: we will not, we don't even accept payment uh, until uh, all the steps are done, right? So this is 100% automated. Yeah. So, you know, the, the system doesn't even allow you to proceed to make payment. Yes. Unless the will can be generated.
1: No, and I know, I know that we've had this conversation before, where you are so passionate about people being aware of this that you really don't care about that the payment aspect of it, and you kind of leave it all the way to the end. But what your website does is it sort of, sort of nudges everybody to start listing some things. If anything, at least you have done that first step. And I think I really applaud you for that. And and as I mentioned,
0: Seema, this is really not a commercial venture for me. I actually wanted to uh, sort of keep it free until, you know, some lawyer friends who I... Also, you know, showed the legal, you know, when I made this, I also yeah. got some lawyer friends involved to review everything. Right. So they said, you must be mad if you keep it free. Everybody drive us out of business. <laughs> so out of that, there is some nominal amount <laughs> that we charge uh, just to take care of the yeah. expenses and all of that. So, so uh, let's
1: talk about that nominal amount. I know I you. know that your original good. price of creating a will, and you guys will be stunned when I tell you the price. It's actually 1400 And... Uh, Kaushal has very, very generously given us an offer, a discounted price for all of our viewers. For 9 dollars you have to use a discount code, which we will share. You get for 1,000 rupees, you, get, you can actually sit down, list out all your documents. You will get all the alerts, all the nudging that you need to create a beautiful document that will assign all your assets to your loved ones. And I think I really have to appreciate your work, uh, Kaushal. It's, it's fantastic what you're doing.
0: So, so uh, I'm go uh, just coming back to this speaking. thing on a few of the practical aspects. Uh, yeah. one of the things that the website also does is that uh, if you are confused about who to give the property to, it, as I said, guides you into that. Okay. It also has a checklist of important information. So yeah. when we talk about some of the uh, practical aspects, other than keeping it simple, define some assets, don't define yeah. some assets, uh, yeah. You know, distribute the property, mention the percentages uh, and some of the things that you might want to do, which are outside of the will. Is right. that so? For example, if you left some property to somebody, right, right, right. It, it costs no money to change the nomination of that assets to that person.
1: Absolutely. So keep
0: it simple. Change the nomination to follow the will. Correct. Right. Hmm. That will make things simpler okay. also at the time uh, when the transmission has to happen. Has to happen. Right.
1: Absolutely.
0: And leave the will with yourself. Tell somebody where it can be found or leave it with somebody who you trust.
1: Yes, yes. that is an important aspect
0: of things to take care of, which are outside of the will.
1: Yeah, I remember, uh, you know, when we were living in the US, there there was a law in the state which said that if anything happens to the parents, the state will take the children away if there is no will. And if there is no nomination of where the children will go. So that fear drove most of the Indian parents who live there to create the will as soon as the child was born. Because we don't want our children to be taken away by the state, we don't have the same law in India. But certainly, this—if we keep reiterating the point that it is part of the financial plan, it is, and it is in the interest of your loved ones—that you actually create a will. This is this is absolutely great advice that what what you are, Kaushal, you are giving us.
0: Yeah. And uh, Kausha, finally, and in terms of will
2: the be going on on the website this weekend, and I'm—we have our will in place, but I'm going to check if I've done everything if I've you know because I'm sure we may have forgotten some things or you know not uh, not listed something or not done something so thank you so much first of all for that offer but yes. please continue.
0: most welcome. <laughs>
2: So, yeah, Kaushal, we hope that, uh, you know, along with your
1: financial planning that you do and, uh, you know, you're a chartered accountant, you are a certified financial planner and you're doing an amazing job with this particular aspect. It's, it's 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 an important conversation that we wanted to have because we really believe that I think we've got to look at this aspect of parenting in a very different way. We want to give security to our children. So let's give it to them. Let's not get uh, embroiled into this auspicious inauspicious emotional conversation, where actually it is going to work against our kids. Yeah. We don't yeah, yeah.
0: That. and you know, think of it this way: that you created great amount of treasure, yeah. right? And you buried it somewhere, and you don't Nobody have knows. a treasure map.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so think of your yes. will as your treasure map. That you've left behind for your loved ones. So Kaushal, thank you so much for being part of our show. We really appreciate your time. I know it is you are, you are a very busy person and you gave us the time. So thank you so much for being on our show. Most you welcome.
0: Most welcome.
1: And we'll see the you guys uh, next week for yet another episode of Imperfect Parity.